welcome back to episode dues of Lay VOTP, the voice of the people, the podcast about sense, no sense, and nonsense all at the same time. Here I've got the stuff and you can too, if and only if you have an open mind and the ability to listen. Cutting it close. Starting this podcast at 11.57. So just getting it in before the new day. Just getting it in. Whew. Let's start with the playlist. And I might be sounding a little weird, but I'm trying to talk a little softer. Since it is so late. Since it is so late. So, starting off with Uncivil War by B.B. Mac. Keep Feeling Fascination by The Human League. Crash and Burn by Savage Garden. What a Woman by Easy Peel. Oh, What a Glorious Thing by Akira the Don. The One I'm Waiting For by Reliant K, It's In Your Eyes by my man Phil Collins, I Knew You When by Mariana's Trench, I'm Not In Love by B.B. Mac, man, maybe it's their playlist today, B.B. Mac, double time, double time, Endless Summer by Mike Maines and the Branches, Blame It On My Youth, Blink-182, Up We Go by Lights, Everyone Gets a Star by Albert Hammond Jr., Nothing Better by the Postal Service. By My Throne by Leprous. Chasing Honey by Wild Party. Listen to What the Man Said by Owl City. And then finishing it off with I'm the One by DJ Khaled featuring Justin Bieber. So, pretty good list today. Pretty good. I want to see how long that is because it felt like a long one. But, uh... Yeah, today was the, uh, I guess, the turn of power, the switch of power today. It was Biden's inaugural address, which I did not watch, kind of stepping away from looking at the news. If you've listened to the podcast before, you know I'm more on the right side. I like Trump. I liked what he did. I liked his ideals. I thought that they lined up with America and what the U.S. stands for a lot more than Joe Biden. And I think he's done a lot more within the four years than Biden has in his 40-plus year political career. So... I will never understand that. I will never understand voting for someone that has not done much for decades. I don't know what is going to change or what you think he's actually going to accomplish. Not really sure. The only things I know is that he's going to do the exact opposite of Trump just because that's the hot thing to do right now it might not be the smartest thing to do right now but it will be the thing that gets him the most glorious mentions or glorious news just because he's going the complete opposite route but if you look at what Trump did throughout his four years he did a lot of good things and I think it's a shame that he gets cut short but I hope that he will be back. I hope that he will be back. But if you hear both speeches, 
don't know how anybody could say that. Oh man, I'm just so aggravated. Just so disappointed. Like, I don't understand why anybody has any qualms or arguments about what Trump was hoping to do and what he wanted to do during his four years. I have no idea who, like, what was wrong with what he was saying. I don't know. I think it was nice having an outsider for once. And I think that he actually is definitely more patriotic than any of the people on the left. And probably the majority of the people on the right. I think that was the importance about having an outsider in there. I think he shaked things up and he went against the grain a lot of the times. And it was for our benefit until the virus kicked in. If the virus did not happen, he would not be out of office right now. But stuff happens, and now there's a winner and a loser every time. So hopefully in four years he comes back. But it just amazes me. I don't understand what people see in Biden or what he stands for. It's a little concerning to want more government in your life. At least I don't want government in my life. I want to pay my own bills. I want to pay for my own student loans. I want the government to stay the hell away from me and let me live my life. And I don't know why anybody else would not want that. No idea. No idea why, but perhaps over or throughout the week, I will look back and see exactly what went on during his uh, inaugural address. Just because, even though I don't really like him or follow him, I still want to know what the heck is going on. So I'll keep up. I'll keep up with it. And I think the last thing I'll say about it is... I think it's amazing how just the turn of a person becoming president... People think that the world is just going to become optimistic again. Or completely flip around. That's not how it works. That's how it appears in the media. That's all that it is. I don't... um, I think it's weird if... Or I think it's miscalculated if you think just by having Biden in there instead of Trump, all of a sudden things are going to go good. The virus is just going to vanish. The jobs are just going to come back. And all of a sudden... The shutdowns are going to disappear. They probably will. But I think it's very 
I think it's very odd that all of a sudden people have a change of thought now. So we'll see where it goes, but I hope in four years that either Trump comes back or somebody else picks up the reins and takes the Republicans by storm. I don't know. There needs to be a shakeup. There needs to be more new people. People that will actually stand up and stand their ground. So we'll see. We'll see. But if it, you know, if somebody does a good job and it benefits the country, I will not. Uh, I will not be against that. I just think that it's. I don't think that he has anything good to offer. I have n- there's nothing that I see right now. But we'll see. We'll see. Moving on. We are watching the Austin Powers movies. Starting with... What was the first one called? Oh, Austin Powers International Man of Mystery. 1997. This is pretty crazy. I remember going as a family to see this movie as a family movie I think for Thanksgiving or Christmas and we definitely wanted to see a different movie but I think that was sold out and we went to this one not knowing what it was and it was hilarious it it was definitely a different type of movie it was Again, the right time, the right place. I think Mike Myers hits and misses, and this was definitely a hit. This technically... It it has some of the same appeal as Wayne's World, a little bit. It has all that generational, like, pop culture kind of references, and... The odd characters. It's it's pretty good. I I'll probably stay away from specifics until we watch the third one, but from what I could tell, it was definitely better back in the day when it first came out. There's a few things that don't hold up now, but there are there's set pieces that are just great like the I think it's more about the little interactions between the people not really what's going on not really the story but the stupid little phrases they say it's just so absurd (laughs) and um and Dr. Dr. Evil steals the show like Austin is weird I don't know if... (sighs) Like, he's kind of annoying. But slightly charming. Kind of like Olaf in Frozen. It's like he irritates you, but then he pulls it back in just the right moments to get you back on his side. It's a weird relationship not really sure where it would belong today but so 
It's refreshing to watch, but I don't... Hmm. I don't... I don't know if it truly holds up. I'm, I'm thinking... Thinking right now to... Really get my... Thought pattern down on it, because... We still have to watch the third one. And I thought that a lot of the stuff that was going to happen in the second one. It must be in the third one. So I'm a little off on what's... Like what content I'm supposed to be seeing. Because what I really want to see is them... Like Dr. Evil and Mini-Me in the prison. Singing, I think it's a hard knock life. I think that's one of the funniest things. And for some reason I thought that was in number two. But it must be in the third one. Anyways, the story is weird. Like, I don't... Time travel stuff is hard. And even... I guess I'll just jump to the second movie. So the second movie is The Spy Who Shagged Me. And I'm jumping to this because they even break the fourth wall when Austin is thinking about how the story should work. And I believe Basil is his name. Basil tells him to stop thinking and just to have a good time. And then he turns to the screen and he tells the audience to do that too. So it's very... Very bizarre. I mean, I appreciate him telling us not to think much about it because it probably wouldn't make sense. But you get a bunch of good characters. I think the characters are the best things out of the movie. You get Dr. Evil, you get Mini-Me, Austin's, uh, whatever. You get Fat Bastard, who's hilarious. Gross, but hilarious. You get Scott, which... Seth Green is awesome. I don't know where he's gone. I think he's more behind the scenes nowadays. But him and Dr. Evil, their parent to child relationship is unbelievable. And um, I'll probably have more to say once I see the third one. So tomorrow will be the third and then I'll probably wrap up my ideas. And then I still owe you guys the entire list of the Christmas movies we watched. And for some reason, I'm taking my time with that. I just haven't had the moments. What are you doing, Chirp? You hear him? I think he wants to get out of the room, so... I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit the hay, I'm gonna get some sleep, and tomorrow, the third Austin Powers, plus, I'll try to put together the list of all the Christmas movies we watched and put them on a nice and naughty list, even though it's been like two to three weeks, I can't believe it's almost the end of January already, and this has been episode dues of Lay VOTP.